a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. No hero. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. You realize, though, Alex, this is just temporary. Yeah, I still took your parking space and I'm not giving it back. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Carey. Back in this new work week. We hope everything's going well for yeah. you. And uh, Alex, I'm, of course, happy to have uh, normal sounding. Con- uh, listen, normal, you're right. thankful for it. You're thankful for a decent connection. We're elated back here at the studio. And well, good, uh, so we're, we're really glad that uh, Ethan's starting to sound normal on his broadcast now. And, and as you uh, have spoken, Nightside Project listeners and KSL listeners, we appreciate you uh, fighting to keep the Nightside Project on the air at, at least another couple of weeks as we try to figure out the coronavirus. We were brought in for one purpose, Ethan. It was to eliminate the coronavirus through That's radio right. programming. So we far, knew, I haven't been able to pull that off, but, you know. We um, knew that this radio program was um, humanity's best hope. <laughs> and by golly, we're doing our best. Yeah, well, we're uh, at least doing meantime, it. Though, we're, we're, still, we're still doing it. That's, that's, all we, that's all we know. So there you uh, go. In the meantime, though, if uh, you've got a little bit of advice, though. Yes. Uh, let's see. How are we doing this, Alex? I've is got a thing. I've got a thing. new studies, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. We, got, we have stuff that other people study for us. We present you the information because we talk about things, and here we go. Informing and confusing you all at once with the latest scientific research, studies, and polls. It's Nightside. New studies. So I like that you pointed out that our job was to talk about things because that's actually one of the problems. Because oh, when yeah. your job like, is like ours, mostly sitting and talking then you might have picked up what they're calling the Corona 15. If you're lucky, it's the Corona 15. It's the quarantine. I've heard the quarantine 15. The, that's right. The quarantine 15. You're yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Uh, but check the this Corona out. The Corona 15 answer. is what people get when they're just on the beach uh, drinking in Mexico. This, uh, is, this is the quarantine. The quarantine 15. And, and look, to honor, to stay consistent with the branding, the quarantine 19 is really more along the lines of what it is because you got COVID-19 and you have the quarantine 19 that really is actually more closely what uh, researchers have shown is that it's actually not 15 pounds. The average American is put on between 17 and 19 pounds. So, wow. Yes. I well, mean, we're aiming high. We're be, aiming high here, buddy. The answer might be right in front of our noses. So check this out. According to a new, a new survey study uh, by Draper Tools. Mm-hmm. They surveyed 2,000 homeowners and found that those, that homeowners in America spend an average of 165 hours a year maintaining or fixing up their homes. Yeah, it's nice. And that equates to about 80,000 calories per year working in the Ooh. garden. And so there you go. Maybe this is what you need because no. that is enough to offset <laughs> over 300 Big Macs. Oh, wow. Look at that. You know, and, you know what all you've told me here is? What? That I can have a Big Mac in my hand while doing yard work, and it's and it's and neutral, and it's good. It's neutral. It's a good thing. Here's the thing: is I've we've graduated into our my son mowing the lawn. So oh, like good. So <laughs> it's a it's amazing, isn't yes. it? Yes. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. And here's the thing: now I still like to do 
the weed whacking. You know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I that requires a little bit more of an experienced precision hand uh, on I, the yeah. on the weed whacker. Uh, because you know you can get out of hand with that thing, and sure, you, can, you, you, you could be going along, and all of a sudden it goes, yeah, yeah. And, and so, I'm, so I'm, and... I'm like, hey, so we have a teamwork thing. I go out and do the way easier job, and my, my son stays out there, and we pay him five bucks a week to do the lawnmower. I, oh, are you man, telling you me pay him money? <laughs> yeah, and you know why? Because uh, it was kind of how we convinced him, and it is. It's about a, it, it's a push mower, and it's about a forty-five minute job if he, uh, him doing it. So I figured, okay. look. You're just getting about, and I know most of the time when I was growing up, it was my parents. What my dad would say, "Yeah, I'll pay you. You get to eat tonight." You know that was like the the, the old. That's adage. my move. You're I know. Paid in fewer punishments, I, <laughs> you're paid with a pillow under your head. So I, <laughs> you know, I get it. But I will say that this new study, and and these are the hot days too. So you're really burning it off right now. So maybe it would be in my best interest to say, son. Give me that mower. I think you need to sacrifice that five dollars a week because uh, Dad wants a couple of Big Macs immediately this morning, and I've uh, and I've and I want to be able to mow the lawn. So mow the lawn. Look, you could have the mo- you could mow the lawn and have a, a Big Mac in one hand, and that's just that's I can't think of something more American than that. I love that yeah. the person who did the study was the tool was the p- people who are pro- are the proprietors of. Yard work equipment. Yeah, it's because they want us to buy tools and do more of this work. But right. You know what? I'm not going to get. I'm fooled. not buying that. I'm not going to get. I'm fooled not buying this. that. You know what? I'm. You know all I saw from this uh, study was was what? the word Big Mac. Three hundred Big Macs. That's only, all I saw. <laughs> the only thing I saw is how healthy my son's going to be doing all <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, sure, sure, yard sure. work. Eighty thousand. Do you in your mind? Do you think to yourself, you know what? I have burned off about eighty thousand calories in yard work this year. Yeah, right. Not even close. Now I will say this in Utah. We burn a few more calories uh, you doing, think so? doing the. Well, no, here's why: because we're doing the uh, shoveling, the snow shoveling. Oh, so that's part of it. Okay, so yeah. that's actually counted yeah. as part of this. So we are shoveling the snow or pushing the snow blower, whichever one you want to do. I am actually working on patent pending, patent pending, patent pending, the riding uh, snow blower, and oh. it's not a. And, and you can get snow blower attachments. For your riding lawnmower, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in just. I'm not interested in a plow either on the front of a four wheeler. What I want is like a mini riding lawnmower, but it's just a snowblower. I think we can make some extra money on this thing, man. I think, I think we can it really can't happen, happen fast enough. But if I ever just, I mean, if if just a meteor full of money ever fell from the sky, <laughs> okay, and landed on me, then you'd buy the you'd buy the riding uh, snowblower. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'll tell you exactly what I do. I put those warm water coils under my entire property. Oh, those are. I think those are a racket. I think those are racket. Grass, not on the sidewalk. I do think those are a racket. I think those are racket. All right, Ethan. No, they really work. No, I know, but the the it's tough because once you put once you put things under concrete, it's a it's a tough deal. All right, Ethan. The next thing on new studies I wanted to bring up was that moms have apparently cut more work hours to care for children during the pandemic, according to a study that finds that. Uh, during the lockdown, uh, moms are still getting stuck with the kids even more so than dads, and yeah. and and I would love to fight against this, but the reality is is that um, I still have I'm still coming into the office, and this like the Davis County School District. I'm wanting to know how much of our desire to get kids back into school is that little selfish piece of I want to be able to not have all my kids at home all day with me you know what i mean like if we're being honest with each other how much of it actually is 
I would. Ma- I want to make sure that not all of our kids are are uh, at home all day long because I want that for my wife. I don't want the kids to be home all day. All no, I don't all think five kids. I don't want them all home. So uh, I think that for 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 many American families, it's not selfishness. It's it's the fact that you know our work schedules and our and our school schedules. Are you are you putting together IKEA furniture as we're doing the no, show? No, I just had on? to. So the chair. No, I got it. So the chair made um, divots in the carpet, and I couldn't get out of it. I had to kind of do the jump roll. Uh, the jump roll. The jump okay. roll, yeah. That's, a, so, that's, a, that's my body type, the jump roll. <laughs> the jump roll. <laughs> so so they don't, these different schedules don't exist in a vacuum, right? And and it's it's important that school and work happen kind of at the same time. We need them to happen at the same time. And boy, it's just been massively disruptive. And I, and I, I don't know what the answer is for so many families who are concerned about sending their kids to school. I think a lot of families are going to end up taking more risk than, than they need uh, to, than they want to. Yeah. Um, I think all things considered, they do it differently. I think a lot of families are going to feel like circumstances have forced their hand, which is too bad. But on the, on the plus side, at least here in Utah, uh, at least in Salt Lake County, things have been trending in a much more positive uh, direction since the since the mask mandate. So that's good. I mean, the, the on the plus side, we know how to kind of manage it. The question is whether we'll bother. Yeah, and that's still an open that's a, question. Yeah, for me, honestly, it's a having the kids at home has been super weird for as long as we've had them home, and having and and not really like uh, we've been. Yeah, we've been kind of like barely bringing kind of neighbor kids back into the mix, you know. It's like, oh, you can kind of play outside a little bit, but don't don't tackle and kiss each other, all right? Because we don't want anybody passing the corona around. And it's just this no weird thing because we don't ball. We don't know how to we don't know how to like really manage them. All right, keep your text rolling in 57500. The Nightside Project rolling along here on a Monday when we come back. A vacation club. All these people buying RVs and they're all figuring out that they wish they knew these tips on RVing. It's all when we come back to the Nightside Project. Stay right here with us on KSL News Radio. Nightside. Nightside. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. Someone texted in during the break. Uh huh. This conversation that we had related to this conversation we had about. Uh, you know, how do you manage that going back to school? Do you keep them home? Can you keep them home? You got to work. Um, well, and the whole thing was based on this uh, new study about uh, moms cutting work hours to uh, take care of the kids at home. And they're the ones that are cu- cutting the most right. hours. That was the whole point. Is they're that's cutting right. the most hours. This person said this is proving the point public school is daycare. Oh, and come I, on. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that this proves that public school is uh, school is daycare. No, we were just thrown into a we were just thrown into a weird situation, man. Well, it, it doesn't prove that any more than it proves that work is daycare for adults. It's just the, work is someplace that adults go, school is someplace kids go. We have them overlapping on purpose, and now we can't overlap them. Well, because we you're a bad parent, Ethan. Because you're a bad parent, Ethan. That's why you. That's why. Okay. And so I, I don't it think out. it. I don't think it it shows that schools are are daycare centers. Yeah, um, I agree. You know I, what? I just, I'll continue to believe that too because that makes me feel better. Like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a really good. You know what, Ethan? You're right. I'm a really good parent. Uh, I think you're a great dad. So here's the deal. 
Send your text in, 57500. The Nightside Project has been uh, renewed for another couple of weeks. The weirdest uh, contract renewal in the history of radio. We'll mm-hmm. give you two more weeks or more. Who knows? You don't know. Uh, we're going to be talking look, this week. I'll just. This is one of those I I saw on the UDOT signs coming in, and we have some of the we have some of the best UDOT sign uh, snarks in the in the country. I think, and this okay. one said this one this one said today seventy is enough. The pioneers just had to walk. You know that was the whole that was the whole thing. You know it was like hey, little Pioneer Day joke coming up for this week is a bunch of people are going to be hitting the road, and so my question is this. And it's similar to the one I had at Fourth of July. Where are you going? What are you doing? What's the travel situation? Five seven five zero zero is the text number because uh, we get out a lot more during Pioneer Day. It's an extra little holiday we have here in the state of Utah, of course. Mm-hmm. But things are different now because of as uh, uh, one of my friends down the street puts it, it's the COVID times. So uh, we're gonna, but we're gonna help you out here. It's a vacation club to kick things off. Let's do it. The places you want to go. And how to get there. It's the Nightside Vacation Club. Get a free night stay, but you have to stay for the whole presentation. No leaving early. All right, I thought this was a very interesting thing. Are you RVing for the first time? Uh, I'm hoping that later this year we'll RV for the first time as a family. It's something we've wanted to do. We've wanted to do it for some time, and I think I might just finally do it. Um, Why later this this year? What do you mean later this year? As in not right now oh i but i thought you meant like you know i'm gonna take that rv trip finally in december because i think in my my opinion that's not the best time to rvs in the winter it's uh but i will say having done it uh different times of the year let's see i've done november wanting to get on the other side of the hundred degrees that's what i I, that's all i'm focused you know what you know what and that's and i and i'll say this too i'm a little bit tempted if football season doesn't start on time which we know it's probably not going to I'm thinking about this. You know what I've never really done? I've never had a fall, like, time away. You know what I mean? Like, fall vacation. And I'm thinking about taking a fall vacation. And uh, Well, la-dee-da. Yeah, that's the kind of that's kind of world I live in. So, Ethan, this is interesting because the RVing phenomenon has happened. They actually called me up the other day on David Dujanovic because I'm kind of the RV expert at the office. I don't know if you know this. You do know this. You know that I go out on the RVs. I like yeah. the RV, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's from all these general RV trips we've taken for the uh, for our, you know, for our trips to BYU games during the during the season over the last you know I guess ten years or so. Right. And so I've kind of become accustomed to how they work, and I will tell you right off the bat if you aren't if it's if you're doing it new, you've got to figure some things out, and you'll get back from a trip. And there's some anxiety and there's some nerves that go along with if you haven't done it before. And I will say right off the bat, just don't get the big one, okay? So before we start the list that USA Today has put out there, don't get the biggest RV and then go, okay, hopefully I'll be able to figure this thing out. Start off with something that's manageable, okay? Uh, But the number one thing that they put on USA Today on this uh, tips for RVing is don't get poop on yourself. Which Which I thought thought was a really weird thing to to say. Weird. It's very useful. That's well, a, but it's Ethan, also that's a kind good, of, that's a good little piece of advice, just in yeah, general. But, but that aversion to the substance is one of the things that's helped yes. humans be as successful as a species. Yes, and but but the part of the thing is is that you're basically in a mobile bathroom, and so you've got to figure that whole thing out. And uh, I will say that's this. an interesting way of putting it. You basically have a mobile bathroom. Yes, and and look, and you have yeah. to be very aware of the fact that these are are really good. 
these these are good setups to be able to contain it, and they're very good at being clean at it. But you just have to be good at it. Now, I will say this: we had a rule in my in in any time that we've gone on these RV trips, we had a rule, and that was the RV is number ones only. All right, so okay. if you need to if you need to take care of further business. You need to go into the Walmart. You need to go. We will stop for you. Okay. Yeah. And so that I but will just say right off the bat, that's not a good rule though for a family. It, Ethan, it has worked for me. Okay. And I have you little do that kids. With your family too. Yes. Now I have I, 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 my little kids that. have tried to sneak. My little kids have tried to sneak things past me, and I've said no way. Because listen, you don't want to be. Uh, listen. Okay. It's called the black water tank. This is the place you don't want to be. You don't want to spend very much time. Okay. But you have all the gear to set set you up to be able to drain it and everything. But it's just still, it's not. I'm telling you, you stop. You have to find places to to to, to dump it and everything. It's it's not worth your time. So go with that rule and then just stop at bathrooms along the way. That's well, my that's I my. I mean, tip basically, point. basically, you're telling me that it's really nice to have an RV, but ignore <laughs> the fact that you also have a really convenient bathroom. You think to yourself, "Oh, this is great. We're going to have a bathroom here," and it is for uh, the small jobs. Okay, we'll put it like that. Now, I want to skip uh, one or two of these because some of them are like, well, don't forget to bring your tools. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's stuff that you do when you're, uh, like, um, if you're on a trip anyway. One thing that I thought was very interesting, these are strong. These guys are strongly encouraging you to get into your campground before dark. Yeah. And, you know, and here's why, because there is some setup uh, associated with the RVing. OK, mm-hmm. so you'll get there and it'll be dark and then you've got the flashlight out and you're starting to look. You're starting to figure out how to hook the hook the stuff up in the dark, and it's not a good situation to figure out. In the out meantime, that. you've parked across three anthills. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'll say this, too. You need to figure it out because uh, you get there, and typically you don't have a lot of experience with it, especially in the first few. So, And, and the tendency is for people to go, oh, I'm just going to drive through the night, or I'm going to drive until it's you know, 10, 11 at night. But that's not, that's not the fun thing to do. The fun thing with RVing is to be able to stop, set up, and to just basically have like a, a nice living room set up for you. With no family. bathroom, but with no bathroom. Yeah, look, every campground that you stop at will have better bathrooms than your RV. Than the hey, RV uh, can I bring it. up one other thing before yeah. we go to, yeah, to break? Yeah, yeah. Yep. American tourists are barred from entering the Bahamas. Look, that's just, another, to, just another place, right, that uh-huh, we can't go? That, that's according to Prime Minister Hubert Minnis in a national address on Sunday. Uh, they reopened their borders three weeks ago to to international travelers, mm. but now they're saying, you know what, everyone else can come, not the United States. Wow, that um, feels like a personal affront to us, man. The country's national airline, Bahamas Air, will cease flights to the United States effective immediately. Okay. Um, they are only allowing outgoing commercial flights to accommodate departing tourists. So, Doctor Hubert, Doctor Hubert Minnis, uh, is he there? What is what is he? Is he their, uh, their the prime minister? minister. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm. Well, listen, I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to not support the Bahamas as I've done my entire life and not travel <laughs> gonna, to the Bahamas. You're going to continue your Bahamas boycott? <laughs> yes, I'm going to just remain strong and not go into the Bahamas. Well, you're a true patriot. Well, now listen. Are, what, tell me about the Bahamas. Are they? Are they? Uh, it's a collection of islands. I know, but are they? Be, are they? Uh, you know, could I go to the Florida Keys and basically just have? The same kind of time I could have in the Bahamas. Where's Bermuda in all this? <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know. Are the Bahamas? They're they're a little bit further north, right? Than the uh, they're kind of off the coast of the eastern seaboard. They're not really like the floor. They're they're not like the they're You're not Caribbean. Of Bermuda. Right? Bermuda's oh, Bermuda's Bermuda. like off the coast of South Carolina or something. Yeah, like that. no. Bahamas, no, the Bahamas are south Caribbean. of Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. All right. 
Well, I'm embarrassed as the fifth grade geography champion at Cannon Elementary School. Well, you know, it's... I was just uh, thinking of all the different places that the that the Beach Boys mentioned in their song. Can I go to Aruba? Yes, Jamaica. <laughs> Who I want to take you. <laughs> right. So Bermuda, is, Bahamas. If, come no, on, no. Mama. Bermuda, not Bahamas. Not allowed, pretty mama. Key Largo. Yes. Montego. All those places, except for the Bahamas. See, we have options. Just well, go refer Alex. to refer to the refer to the uh, I keep wanting to call them the Beastie Boys. <laughs> refer to the Beach Boys and their song, and just take out Bahamas and you're good. Well, right. you can go. You'll get there fast, and you can take it slow. Unless you <laughs> unless you go in your RV, in which case you'll get there slowly and without a bathroom. Right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take the break. We've got more consumer news. Imagine yourself. Printing a chicken nugget in the future for yourself at your home. Stay with us. The Nightside Project continues on KSL News Radio. This is the Nightside Project. Look at the size of that boy's heat. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpick. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. It's summer now. They told me this would be temporary. It cannot end soon enough. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for hanging with us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, Unky Ben pointed out on Twitter, uh, you know, Unky Ben's been he's been running a his own little kind of COVID tracking. Thing, oh yeah, right? it's actually if you don't if you don't follow Unky, Unky Ben on Twitter, uh, he gives like the most, you're, you're you're running blind, right? Basically. And that's the thing is that he gives these like amazing daily updates on like what the numbers actually how they um, break out. But like, that's and, good. And he's got he does a net increase slash decrease, so yes. he doesn't just say, "Hey, this is how many new cases there." He says, "This is right. how much there, the the net." So you know he subtracts the new cases by the recovered, and uh, sure. and gives the and but the net increase for the day is we're down 180. Which is great, and ICU capacity is down to sixty point four percent from sixty five point one, which is great. And so he t- he tweeted this out: the first night of KSL Nightside's limited, extended, limited edition goes on the air. Our case count goes down by one hundred eighty. Coincidence? I think. Not. I don't think so. Which says to me this is working. Well, and whatever number increases happen over the next few days, not our fault. It's oh, uh, something else happened. I think we know exactly who to blame, too. <laughs> Here, let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Lee, Lee Lonsberry. Lonsberry. <laughs> 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 just, just so he knows. Oh, I'm joking. Just so he knows. Oh, my gosh. Just so he knows. All right. Um Listen, Alex. Oh, it's so stupid. Why is that? Why do we even do that? I don't even know. We've been working together way too long. I hate this show. Jeez. Oh. We've got a consumer news. Hit the button on that oh. consumer news. If I can find it now, I'm like, I'm gearing up in here. Jeez. Nightside consumer news. It could save your life. Or not. All right. All right. KFC. KFC is coming to the rescue. KFC is working with a Russian 3D bioprinting firm to try and make lab-produced chicken nuggets. Hold on. Russian bioprinting firm? Yeah, this is part of the restaurant of the future concept. Why do we have to go? Why why do our American 
uh, franchise. You say Burger King or KFC? No, this is KFC. Okay, either way. So why does the um, why does a wholly American product have to turn mm-hmm. to Russia for such an innovation? I'm I'm probably, mad about it. I, I think you know I I think probably just like fewer rules and lower ethical standards <laughs> on scientific research and on food and on food. Uh, they're looking at this because this is the standards. restaurant of the future. Yeah. This is this is what they're calling the restaurant of the future, and they will be the first laboratory produced chicken nuggets. And I think they just looked at that and they thought, you know, we're going to be trying some weird things. Let's do this in <laughs> Russia. Uh, I think that must be what it is. Uh, so, but they're going to uh, really kind of try and figure it out. So the bioprinting process would still use animal material, so it would not be vegetarian. Okay, right. you can put you can put animal you can put you can put chicken nuggets in a printer. Well, what they're doing is they're growing the chicken meat, like not on chickens. Well, they're like I, okay, growing so the meat from cells it, but into the printer. They're growing it in the printer. Yeah, and then I guess they grow it into like and a then the printer spits it out. The printer and the printer makes it into a. Well, nugget. here's my question: Do you print it out and then it becomes a nugget after a few days? Is it gr- is it a growing situation since it's lab grown? You know what? As far as I, I know, they questions. print it. As far as I know, they print it right over the top of the fryer. <laughs> it prints over the fryer. It drops in. It fries. Yeah. Speaking so, of fries, how are they? How, how are they printing the fries? Is that this is, this is how I imagine it happening? Okay. Okay. They just have a big, um, like bag of pink stuff mm-hmm. right of mush mash yeah chicken mush. mash yeah, chicken, chicken mush. mush yeah uh and then you just put it into a machine and it just plops out specific <laughs> like amounts the word plop at into all. into the fryer plop 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 <laughs> and then you're like okay i want it as a nugget and they're like okay my kids have been way into watching that uh that like how it's made show before they go to bed they watch uh-huh. an episode of that and we got to like hot dogs the other day and it was it was like this you know, it's the pink sludge, you know, or the, or the, mm-hmm. it's like that. It's, it's the, it's, the pink slime. I, I remember this was several years ago, but everyone right. was it's concerned not, and about it. Doesn't, and it's not a, uh, it's not an app. Like the thing is, it's never, none of this has ever stopped me eating. I, I won't eat the, my rule is when I see how like food is made, I won't eat that food while I'm watching that particular thing. If it's over, as soon as that video is over, game on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. some people, it, 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 it'll stop them from eating that stuff for years. But for me, the 3D printed nugget, the idea of it, the, I'm assuming it's some some uh, goop that gets printed off into the fryer, plop, and then you eat it. And this is the future, man, because I don't know. Here's the thing. what's If it's grown in the lab, how quickly can they produce it and how cheap are we talking here? Well, it's uh, so once they get it going, they think it's going to be uh, there's going to be a cost effective element here because you're not having to raise chickens. Uh, and then also. Um, this is going to be an environmental element too, because uh, it's messy, right? Growing meat, it's messy. <laughs> That's the point of the night, dude. We all know uh, this. You know, growing growing meat's a messy business. <laughs> we all know this. The vegans won't shut up about it. Oh, it yeah. takes this much grain to grow a cow, this much grain to feed a village, and they're like, "Look at this!" And you can't argue with the right. math. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just, you know, you just <laughs> like steak, and you keep, but you can't argue with it. This would. This would absolve us of that. This would allow us to enjoy chicken nuggets and be able to point to that and say, but see, look at this, man. It's environmentally come, but, really good. But it's, but it's it's the same protein. I mean, it's like a protein, mm-hmm. right? But it just doesn't come it's from It's the same a, meat. It's chicken meat. It's chicken meat. It's just they didn't they didn't strip it off of a chicken so no carcass. Chickens, they so grew no, it chickens, in a lab. no chickens had to die for you to even have that. Like it, That's there, right. There was is there a starting like, – is there like a – 
Is there like a uh, like a, a a beginning culture chicken that comes That's from right. like there's an initial a chicken? There's one chicken that has to be the donor. The master, chicken. yeah, it's the, the master sacrifice. chicken. But see, again, that wouldn't vibe with the with the with the pita folks. Then. Well, yeah, but they. But after you, but we can I get mean, by on a technicality after it's ten like or, with after ten else. or twelve generations of uh, of printed off nuggets, you can feel good about the food you're That's eating. That's right. They'll that get past it. They'll forget. And They'll forget. It. <laughs> They'll forget about safe. it. Uh, okay, Ethan. I, I looked up on the TV screen. You can go to KSL TV uh, tonight and probably see some of this report as well, or you can go to KSL the KSLTV.com website. But Matt Gephardt, our associate here in the newsroom, uh, had a big thing of coins on his desk, and he was talking about the coin shortage. And here's the mm-hmm. deal. We found this uh, story about how banks are now paying people to bring their spare change in to help local businesses amid the coin shortage. Now, oh, how much are they paying? Uh, I'm assuming it's probably a dollar a penny. Hold on, let me look well, here. Well, I could... Uh... <laughs> oh, it says right here. It offers a $5 bonus for every $100 worth of coins that you turn in. Good oh, luck. so it's 5% pickup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's better than any bank return you've ever gotten well, in, I'll tell you in what, your lifetime, knocks, for sure. It knocks the pants off their CD right that's now. That's what I'm saying. So here's the deal. If you And if you bring by coins... Even if you're not a bank customer, you can receive up to a, a maximum coin bonus of $500. So if you brought it, what would you have to get for the 500 Wow. So you'd have to bring in, uh, you know what, $50,000 to get a $50,000 worth of, uh, coins? of coins to bring, to get that $500 bonus? I think they're pretty, I think they are, I think they're being pretty, uh, you know, optimistic, thinking that people are going to roll in and try to get a five hundred dollars bonus of uh, the coins. Did I do that math right? Somebody, yeah, uh, okay. I'm sure it's probably fine. But uh, yeah, it's an astonishing amount of money. Could you like? Because the most money I've ever had in coins that I thought was like amazing. I think when I was in college, I had like two hundred and forty eight dollars of quarters, and they were stolen. <laughs> so, uh, it just again another another reason why I I do not believe in coins. I think that they are. Uh, I think that they're a waste of our government resources. Get rid of the coins. I think that we should be giving change back in candy, as I don't they know, do man. in other. In these, as they do in third world countries. Hey, if you're five cents short, if they're five cents short on uh, on giving you change back, don't get. Don't. I don't want the change. I want candy. All right. So start figuring out a way. I don't need your five dollars for every hundred dollars worth of coins. The amount of work to go in to find a hundred dollars worth of coins to get five bucks—that's a sham. Give but me if you've candy. Got them laying around. You might you might just have them. Uh, yeah. Okay. So a bunch of people have what? Drawers full of coins. Rolls jars full and of coins. rolls and rolls of coins that they were finally waiting to bank in when there uh, was just, a coin just, shortage. Just hanging out around. I know yeah. people who just who will collect change for years uh, and it just sits there. We avoided talking COVID quite a bit during this first hour. We avoided talking about masks per Ethan's uh, request. Mortified by how much his kids have been making fun of him at the house for asking people to wear masks. We're going to talk about masks next. A study out of BYU says it's a shocker. Masks help. Stick around. More to go. The Nightside Project continues. Nightside, you've had a long day. So have we. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. Welcome. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Curie. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, yeah, I told you this isn't the night. This isn't the Math Side Project either. So your texts uh, are appreciated. Oh yeah, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Someone like the entire Wasatch Front texted in. 
<laughs> I'm trying to do it on the fly. And it was a, so five hundred dollars. So if you if you bring in ten thousand dollars, not fifty thousand, if you bring in ten thousand dollars worth of coins. You can get that $500 bonus from uh, whatever bank it was. So there you go. Well, I'll tell you what, Alex. Somebody uh, said they go. They said, who was it? Because I got these big old Pepsi bottles full of coins. Uh, that's What was the name of the bank? Did you see what the name of the bank was who's paying people out? No, it was your story. Community State Bank in Wisconsin. So just a short hop, skip, and uh, just a short <laughs> RV ride without going to the bathroom. Someone's got to be doing it here, though. <laughs> Uh, Otherwise, right. you got a lot of people's hopes up. No, I know. I know. I didn't say no. I said it was a bank. I didn't say it was yeah. a close bank. I didn't say it was Zion's bank. Look, I mean, everybody's figuring out. I just for all those years, I've been throwing away pennies in the garbage. I'm starting to feel a little bit bad. <laughs> well, yeah, it was obviously <laughs> silly. So, uh, um, I get it. you learned an important lesson, Alex. Mm. Don't do math in your head. I do math every day at work. Well, I do. and I've learned. Let me tell you what I've learned. <laughs> do it on the phone. Do it on the calculator. I've learned, on the phone. Yeah, I've learned to not do it in your head because oh, I know because because you know I work with people's money, and you know what people will forgive? They will forgive me picking up the calculator. What they will not forgive is me making an obvious and stupid math. You're like, look, if you look, I have fifty thousand dollars with your name on it. Sorry, I'm gonna call you back. I meant ten thousand. I meant ten thousand. Is that okay? Sorry, Is I meant right? you lost five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They don't. They don't. People don't forgive those kind of mistakes. Millard, uh, you sent yeah. me a very creepy audio recording that your son did making fun of our show. Yeah. Oh, he wrecked our show. Yeah, and I don't Holy look. Cow. I feel like it's so dark and creepy that it. And there's nothing. There's no. There's no. There's no swears on it. But it feels. It feels very satanic. So oh, one, yeah. I'm, no, I'm worried dark. about I'm worried about your son, and I don't feel comfortable playing it on the radio. But in essence, he made fun of how much we talk about masks and people he putting did on this, masks. He did this weird Nightside Project episode where he was both of us, and yeah. it was just like a bunch of weird voices, just random things. Yeah, and he's like, and I'm Ethan. I think he mispronounced your his own last name. I'm Ethan Millard, and the other guy, and I'm the other guy. It was like really. It was sad. I felt uh, I felt offended a little bit, but I was also I, I liked it. And I will tell you, it's one hundred percent effective in making sure we didn't talk about masks. Yeah, I'm not talking about the masks first, today for sure. For the first uh, for the first uh, three quarters of this first I'm, hour, I'm too I'm too self conscious about it. And yeah, I'll but, tell you what, Alex, I want to keep that streak going. Because no, I'm not. No, I'm not allowing it. Okay, what do you I have? Had, I had a a story that I submitted, but I noticed. Oh, I noticed that Jeremy left it off the rundown. Is it? But the thing is, is we've already had one toilet story this uh, this hour. So is that what you're doing? You're trying to go another toilet story? No. Okay. Not necessarily. Okay. Let me read it to you, and you can tell me. You <laughs> tell me if it's a toilet story. If it's a toilet story. Right, let me hear it. It's actually not a toilet story. It's a moon story. This is a moon story. <laughs> Humans are going back to the moon. Got it. But how will they go when they get there? NASA wants to build a better toilet okay. for astronauts on its upcoming <laughs> Artisan Artemis mission, okay. a moon excursion with a target date of 2024, and it wants the public to help. The agency has mounted what it calls the Lunar Lou Challenge, a contest inviting designs from the global community mm. in exchange for a prize of $35,000. That's not a lot of money, because when you talk about space money, 
everything feels like an unlimited budget because NASA's always been like, <laughs> you know, this like wild, hey, mm-hmm. if you invent this thing, we'll give you a million dollars. Or if you, uh, how could, I mean, here's my question though. All the things that we've come up with in our space program, the best thing that we could come up with was that, hey, yeah, we just make them wear diapers. Like it was just, it was an interesting, weird thing that we all found out back in the early 2000s or mid 2000s when we found out that that lady wore her astronaut diaper to go exact revenge <laughs> on a lover. Do you remember this? <laughs> why isn't this? Why isn't this in the marketing for adult diapers? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why isn't it's that like, like want to get back at that? Want to get back at that person who ruined no, your no, marriage? No, I mean just drive through the night space with Astro with, with the Astro. Uh, what do they call them? I don't know. What are they? Astro huggies. I'm not just, sure. What do you, you know? Using technology developed by NASA, things like that. I mean, that's oh what I would yeah, be using technology. Right, but hold on, let me finish because this. anything we say when we say space technology, we go, oh, this is amazing. But when you start talking about a space toilet, and they're going to only pay you thirty five thousand dollars, it's going to take you that. That's you could get way more than that in your uh, in your Kickstarter if you came up with something like that. That's true. Thirty five thousand dollars seems like a low entry point for their. That's true. For me doing the dirty work a, for them. Yeah, you could go the Kickstarter route, but there's going to be a pretty limited. Uh, the, you can have a pretty limited uh, market for a microgravity toilet. Uh, so you're just going to be right back at NASA's door anyway. It's just that they're going to control the terms once again. Didn't I thought that Bill Gates figured this out? No, he says well they, they're going to need a toilet that can be used on the moon's surface. And one that's small enough to be installed on the lunar lander. Wow. On the surface uh, of the, the moon? Chal- on the we are the pretty bold to tell people we're just going to go up there, use the restroom, and fly home. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, there is gravity on the moon, though. Yeah. So, but it's, but, but mean, it's, it's at what? A sixth of what it is here? Why are they, but why are they looking past the most obvious and cheapest route for a lunar toilet? Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. A cardboard it. cutout of a tree. <laughs> You've got to launch this thing, man. Oh, Here's the thing. Yes, launch it. it look, it, what's the, I was what's just the thinking deal? out on the edge of camp, you could just set a, like a, a cardboard cutout of a tree, and there you go. <laughs> no, go but, behind that. But here's the thing. I've here's been my, camping before. Here's my thir- I mean, the, the first few moon missions are just going to be camping trips. Okay, hold on. Thirty, $35,000. Let me ask you this. What's our responsibility for space gar- space junk, space garbage? Because we've just dumped garbage out into the into the uh, universe. Uh, we've yeah. never cared, right? For sure, yeah. So what if we – my my toilet idea is just a slingshot. You know what I mean? Like this thing, you're done, and all you do is just pull back and back then – Towards the earth? Launch. No, you no, you go the other side. You go the dark – and that's what it's called, the dark side of the moon. That's my invention. <laughs> It's called the dark side of the moon. Well, it write, this comedy writes and, itself, Ethan. It burn, it burn up in the <laughs> atmosphere. Well, yes. Either way, we throw that thing out there. Yes, there could be. But could you? Uh, now we've heard the tale. You know, if if uh, if something, you know, if, you can get things up to some pretty fast, uh, you know, velocities up there. You don't want that thing blowing through the space station. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You don't want that. That's why I said you I send it the like, other direction. I still like my send idea. it toward Mars. These moon these moon missions are going to be giant camping trips. So just, <laughs> just set something just up you can stand it. behind at the edge of camp. <laughs> a cardboard cutout. That's a what card, I love. Just something like. And like, the, ooh, we can see that tree. with our telescope. Oh, what's that behind it? Jeez, yeah. come on, uh, Millard. I want to congratulate you for only doing two bathroom stories this first hour. <laughs> We're going to take. Was, it was a moon story. I told okay, you it was, it was a moon, moon story. story. Sorry, it was a moon story. All right. 
Send in uh, your text right now, 57500, your suggestions for toilets on the moon to 57500, which is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We're going to come right back. We've got more to go on the program. When we return our second hour, uh, I still have that BYU story. Ethan, I teased it, and so we're going to have to talk about masks. Oh, Just tell your son not to listen. It's fine. Uh, He's already not listening, I'm sure. Plus, Ethan's headlines are coming up and a list. America loves loves lists, and you're going to love this one. These are the foods that you should never eat on the road trip you're going to be taking this weekend on Pioneer Day. Stay with us. More to go. The Nightside Project continues on KSL News Radio. is the Nightside Project. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? We passed then. When? Just now. We're it now now. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. It is a little weird to be back here doing this. Yeah, the weird part's me taking your temperature before each show. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. All right, this is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Having so much fun on the show tonight and a little extended uh, a little extended season, extended edition of the limited season of the Nightside Project. <laughs> and an even more limited edition of the limited edition of the Nightside Project. Yep. It's like one of those... Uh, you know those uh, like those cars that came with, came with like the gold trim? And the hubcaps came off pretty quick. We put them right back on, and that's how classy this show is. And yeah, that's man. what our that's what our We're limited right edition on. run is of uh, of the Nine Star Project. All right, uh, Millard, it's your it's your head it's your headlines time. So go ahead and wow us with the things that you found across the interwebs today to let people know about. All right, how about this? This is out of East Point, Michigan. A man in suburban Detroit was given the wrong lottery ticket, but there was no mistake about the results. A million-dollar winner. The Michigan Lottery said the man stopped at a gas station in East Point, Michigan, to put air in a tire. He needed change for the air machine, so he asked for a $10 Lucky 7 scratch-off ticket. The clerk handed me the $20 ticket by mistake. He offered to exchange it for me, but something told me to keep it. I am sure glad I did. The name of the 57-year-old man wasn't released. He decided to take the lump sum of $1.3 million instead of the $2 million uh, annuity. He, just, he didn't give any to the gas station worker? Uh, is that a thing? I you mean, have to share it? Well, no. I'm just saying if it wasn't for this guy's mistake, he wouldn't. Or if it, Like, I would have gone back and given, given him a, you know, a couple you think C-notes. So? Oh, I would have given the gas station guy at least 1000 bucks. If you're taking a lump sum of $1.3 million and the guy goes, oh, I'm so sorry I gave you the wrong ticket. You'd show up there and go, you did give me the wrong ticket. You know what? It's the best thing that's ever happened to me and you. Here's 1000 bucks. Mm. That Don't actually is that's not a bad idea. Well, yeah, because I'm a human being and I've got feelings. And so if you don't care for other people, that's the kind of thing you Well, do. let's call him up. Oh, wait, he's anonymous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See what I'm saying, though? He's probably listening, though. Everyone listens to the Nightside Project. <laughs> All right. Everybody does. Yeah, you're right. Everybody does. Go ahead. What else? You got? All right. Country Time Lemonade says they're offering bailouts to the littlest of the little guys. Oh, yeah. The neighborhood lemonade stand. Uh, Country Time says we know this will be a rough summer for lemonade stands, and if the big guys are getting bailed out, why shouldn't we help the littlest entrepreneurs get the same treatment? That's according to what they wrote. Uh, Country Time uh, says that they are going to. Um, provide the small relief for people who cannot operate their lemonade stands this summer. Oh. Uh. So there do you, you think go. That there, do you think that there are people who are really like, 
We had that lemonade stand planned. We're shutting it down, though. We're going to have to let you go, Billy. Here's how <laughs> like, they're doing it. I'm just um, wondering what – I'm wondering what – because in my experience, and you tell me if, you're, if I'm wrong, if you're a parent out there, planned – like the, the lemonade stand is usually like, a, can we do a lemonade stand? You're like, uh, yeah, I guess. And then you'll go – And then five minutes later, there's a lemonade stand out in front. And you're like, uh, well, not, all right. Right, Leave all your glasses out there. Right, exactly. They'll get, they'll bring your cups out there, and suddenly you spent twenty one dollars. And at the end of the day, they go, "We made fourteen dollars." And you're like, "No, that's not how it works. You owe me all that, and you are in debt actually to me because I'm big lemonade." <laughs> 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 I just think it's, I just think it's, uh, you know, a little bit ridiculous that that uh, you know to think that. I mean, you see what they're doing here. I get it. And I will tell you, the lemonade stands that we've run have been very successful. But I will tell you what the biggest thing is. Lemonade's not a big seller. Okay? I'm going to tell you right now what the big seller is. You ready? What? Diet Coke. Coke Zero. Oh, Boom. yeah. Those yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Look, so true. my kids don't have a lemonade stand. You don't need country time. Because no, the parents roll by and they think to themselves, yeah, it's chock full of sugar. They don't well, want that. Not only that, not only that, but you also have to, it has to be prepared. And so yes, nobody wants that. I mean, you don't know. I mean, maybe that kid's using his arm to stir the pitcher. Maybe like, <laughs> the spoon's not long enough. So he's got like his hand his in there too. Arm. And, oh my gosh. You know, may, oh. little brother's arm because it fits in there better. I'm just you know? pointing out. I'm just pointing out that you don't know. No, I anyway, know. Not, you can, you don't know. And the, and look, they're getting. They're using that orange. They're using that orange insulated cooler that hasn't been cleaned out. Since you made neighborhood root beer last year, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> do you remember the orange drink? Oh yeah, you guys had that. Girl. Like Listen. every 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 scout thing, every oh, yeah. community orange thing had drink. the Mac, the McDonald's orange McDonald's drink. orange drink. Yeah, it's you all it actually... is is high C orange, but it's but it was orange drink when you'd orange when you'd uh, order it at the uh, at the McDonald's. You're right. Yeah, and and, and they don't have, they don't really have it now. You can't really get it now, and that's yeah. a, and that's a shame. Because people are like, did you say orange juice? And you go, no, that's like $4. I want orange drink. And I want the giant pitcher, the giant thing. So country, here's how they're doing Here's how country time says they're doing How much are they giving you? 100 bucks. No, they're not. So, yeah. So if you sign up for the Lillis bailout, they're going to randomly select uh, winners to receive a commemorative check and $100 gift card, prepaid gift card. That's pretty cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Country Time has a history of this. They launched the Legal Aid oh, I get in it. 2018, I get it. Is which helped they, uh... kids across the country pay permit fees and fines on the lemonade stands due to outdated permit laws. Do you remember there was that rash of kids getting shut down? Uh, yes, there was like it was in Georgia. They were like, yeah. get on the ground, get on the ground. So they started this uh, thing in 2018 yeah. to help pay the legal costs for scoff laws. Uh, using uh, Scott Flaws uh, hiding behind their lemonade stands, trying to look cute while they broke the law. Uh, all right, next up uh, on the Nightside Project, we've got another positive vaccine study. Oh, you do? What is it? Uh, well, you know, we t- I think we talked about Moderna's study, which oh, maybe we didn't. We saw a really positive results from uh, a study uh, Moderna study, we got those results back last week. Out of 45 participants, all 45 developed antibodies. They're moving on to a 30,000-person third trial. Uh, now, um, University of Oxford showed positive trial results on Monday for theirs, increasing the what seems to be increasing the likelihood that maybe, hey, we'll get a, a vaccine on this sooner than we thought they would. So that's great. So we got one from Moderna, one from uh, Oxford. 
they uh, both led to strong immune responses for uh, for nearly two months. So here's among the healthy thing. adults. Here, here's the thing. Did you see that there was a story about uh, in Russia? Apparently, they've been giving uh, early vaccines that were promising that they yeah. had. You know, and we found out they've been kind of stealing some of those uh, some of that information. Real shocker. But they have been selling these vaccines that have been doing well to uber rich people across the country for months for the last couple of months which is insane to me because we don't actually have they, they they're they're giving them vaccines that have not gone through full human trial you know what i mean like they're they're going through and going hey had some promising uh they had some promising leads in this one uh and and then that's it they they're not they they haven't even gone through human trial totally so Look, good for you, I guess, for taking those those vaccines. But Russia's been uh, uh, giving it to the rich folks for the last couple of months here. So. Yeah, but that's how that's how things are in Russia. No, I know it's a completely different world if you're rich. Um, it's kind of like that. Kind of like that in the rest of the world too. Well, but it, it's different though in Russia because um, so much of what happens uh, happens on the on the boundaries of the law, or even across on the other side of the law. And uh, so that's that kind of explains not just their domestic policies, but also their national policies, because if they can keep everything in chaos, then it's easier to not enforce the law or selectively enforce the law. If they can just keep things. That's one of the things that's happened in in uh, in England, because you remember uh, Russian Russians were using England to launder money using uh, London real estate to launder money. And uh, when London London really kind of was able to crack down on that but they're gonna it's gonna be hard to with as chaotic as things are and, and I, I i mean i have to imagine that that's just kind of all part of the the strategic plan of you know keeping everything in chaos so that people who've got a lot of money can benefit from that ethan a super study out of byu has uh, analyzed more than 115 studies and has found i know this is a shocker that face masks are indeed a powerful tool for stopping the novel coronavirus. Mm. What did they say about eating vegetables? Uh, do they have anything? Do they have anything didn't to say, say? They said they didn't say they didn't say it was just as effective. Mm. But I bet that was what just they, big. That was probably just big mask trying to keep down big vegetable. You know what uh, I mean? I'm curious to know what uh, what BYU is able to ter- to determine <laughs> as to. Um, the sun rising in the east. Uh, Does it re- is it really every uh, morning? Oh, look! Don't don't make fun of BYU for doing Too this late. study. Too late. 150. All they did was compile 115 new studies and say, "Look, looks like they're all right. Looks like they all kind of agree." So wow. they said they, they said that the masks are highly safe and uh, uh, and have uncommon side effects, and the masks aren't the only way to stop the virus. They said that they. Uh, physical distancing combined with the masks and uh, frequent hand hand washing and rapid testing within communities actually does a really, really good job as well. Uh, also, sky blue. There you go. So thanks, BYU. Well the, done. Uh, uh, we got a text here. Mm-hmm. You guys really are from Utah. The lottery retailer that sells a winning ticket will get a significant amount from the lottery commission for selling the Come ticket. On. The guy doesn't need to give the gas station well, anything. It's not like That's I was saying. We're talking about. I was we're saying just about, to the clerk. Yes, we're not talking about giving something to the gas station. Look, the gas owner. station retailer is not going to be like, because uh, let me tell you something, man. I, I bet you whatever bonus a gas station gets for selling a winning ticket, they do not bonus out there. No, especially because he gave the wrong one to the guy. They'll probably yeah. fire him. You know that's what right. I mean? So no, that's right. You, you roll up and you go, hey, man, I appreciate you. That little mistake you made uh, end up, ended up uh, being good for you and me both. Here's five grand. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you're totally from Utah. He the retailer us. gets ooh, so much money. 
kicked back from the from the lottery commission. You obviously have never even We're it's pronounced lottery. About the clerk. Yeah, who's give me the guy. Give care, me the guy. Who's taking care of the wage employee? Yes, with the vest on. Who's just busting his butt? Yes, or her butt. Ethan, come on. It's Their butt. It's 2020. I didn't mean to assume gender. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Let's take the break here. When we come back, we got more to go on the program. Pilgrim. Uh, we've got ourselves an America Loves list. If you're thinking about traveling this weekend, these 13 foods are things you should not be eating on a road trip. Plus, uh, how what you're eating could contribute to being a national security threat. You, a national security threat because of what you're eating. Stay with us. More to go. The Nightside Project continues on KISS on News Radio. Credibility, also absurd news. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, a couple of things to uh, to talk about, including I, I, you've got to share with me, Alex, the thinking behind this. What? Why didn't we put this uh, with travel? Well, I think it, because it's a club. list. Because it was a list. It was a oh, list. This is a list. Yes, and you know uh, we've talked about this before, but the America loves lists. Well, America does love lists, and so I just wanted to to make sure that you remember All right, that. Well, let's do it, it's man. America, that we have America. Top five, top ten, top one hundred. If it's on a list, Nightside is gonna talk about it because. America loves lists. All right, 15 uh, okay. foods you should never actually eat on a road trip. Okay, and now I'll I've, tell you this right now. Yeah. Um, I am not afraid to eat whatever food I find on a road trip. Well, that's the thing is that, like, I'm, I am, uh, and people are always I actually like, me. No, Come I'm, on, man, I'm one buy- of these, I'm one of these guys that likes to get a little bit adventurous with the, uh, with the gas station foods, you know what I mean? Uh, totally. And pe- some people are like, come on, man, you bought that pepper jack cheese at the gas station? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, where else am I going to get pepper jack cheese out here? And- <laughs> Ethan was Ethan was uh, a godsend on a lot of these remotes that we've had before where Ethan would show up to the thing and and, uh, and he would bring like a, a 44-ounce uh, Diet Mountain Dew for me and a, uh, a cheese witch. Which yeah, you the cheese, which is fantastic, it's, phenomenal. It's got yeah. the cheese, it's got the salami in the middle, and the cheese on the other side. And I you was get like, them at gas stations. Yes, and guess, yes. You know what I've never found is those at Harmon's. I mean, no. I probably have them, but <laughs> all right. Well, here are foods you should never actually eat on a road well, trip. This before is we start, to Yahoo Lifestyle. Before we start, I want I want people. There are classic things that you put together for the food on the road trip. And I want to know what the classic go-to is for you guys. 57500 is the text number. What are some classic uh, road trip foods that you guys have to have? I will share this. My family, my mom would usually make, uh, my mom and dad, they were, they were not big on stopping and getting meals at, at like, uh, you know, fast food places necessarily, right. although we would. Uh, from but time when you to time, have all those kids can't do it all day. Right, long. you can't do it all day long. Yeah. So we had a lot. Of, we had that cooler in that, uh, you know, in the foot area of the suburban. You know, mm-hmm. so the cooler was sitting there, and it was, uh, you know, the ice was melting onto the food, and so you had to kind of eat it pretty quickly. But um, my dad would always have the hard boiled eggs, right? Which yeah. I like as a food. I like to eat it. But when Dad would open the hard boiled eggs, and that bag would exhale that into the suburban bag would. <laughs> 
<laughs> it sound like it sound like why do you sound like goofy on like those old commercials? Here come the eggs. Yeah, and they would breathe this this uh, sulfury, disgusting mess into the car. And then what you do? You open the windows to the thousand degree heat that was in the New Mexico desert air as you're driving mm-hmm. from Texas to you know Utah or something. And so the the boiled egg was a tasty thing, but it was not convenient for the car because it stunk up the car for so long. So here's what they're recommending that you avoid, okay? Avoid these things. Though. Avoid these things. Packaged wraps or sandwiches. Now, here's what they're saying. They say it may seem like a good idea at first, but packaged wraps and sandwiches uh, may have been sitting unrefrigerated for a few hours. They're hopefully made fresh daily, but that's not necessarily the case. And if the contents contain anything like mayonnaise, they may not be kept anywhere close to a safe temperature. So you got to watch out for that, they say. Uh, number two is fast food. They say that fast food can make you sluggish, and that's not what you want when you're driving. And I, I actually kind of agree with this. You do have to kind of watch out what you are, what you're eating when you're driving, because you don't want to go, you know, you don't want to knock yourself out. Right. You know, you, I mean, come on. You sit down to a stack of pancakes, then get on and drive 200 miles. That It doesn't work like that, right? <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, Especially if you're living by my RV rules, like you are, it's you can't you can't just you can't just use the RV as your personal bathroom, despite the fact there is your own personal bathroom in it. Um, right? So, but you know, what they have on here the number three on their no go list is, is actually it? my number one go to. What is it? Sunflower seeds. Yeah, the, listen, that's the only thing that has that is the only thing that has kept me away. Okay, that trip from from uh, Provo. When I was at BYU in college to uh, Seattle, where my parents lived, I've done that trip a handful of times, and the only way I made it was with sunflower seeds. Yeah, I mean, sunflower seeds. Sunflower are great, seeds but- are. You can't fall. It's scientifically proven, Ethan. You cannot fall asleep with sunflower well, seeds in That's your right. mouth. That's right. That's it's correct. Just not a thing. And uh, but here's their point. They said it's gross for passengers. Chomp, chomp, spit, <laughs> spit. Chomp, chomp. Yeah, spit, it's spit. true. But you know what? You're the driver. That's the thing. Is if you're the driver. You are the king of the car. And so you yeah. do this. I need – I mean, that's the other thing. My dad would be like, hey, Pringles, up here, right? And he just yep. put the hand back. And you've got to be ready. Boom. you got to get ready. This one – okay, here's some ones that have come in. Uh, my wife, sunflower seeds, me, atomic fireballs. Are you kidding? The atomic fireballs? That's interesting. I would have never thought yeah. it. I'm not going to judge it. Tuna fish sandwiches were always a go-to on the family road trips when I was young. See, same kind of thing where you could be like, oh, man, the tuna. Uh, Fig Newtons. This was passed on to me by my dad. I'm passing it on to my children. <laughs> Hashtag Heritage Road Trip Food. I That's love it. Funny. Uh, there is a f- classic Curie family uh, road trip tale when our dog ate an entire pan of uh, Rice Krispie treats, homemade Rice Krispie treats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that dog to this day. Oh, May he my rest. Gosh. May he rest. Oh, that. And would you know be what he did? Terrible. He ate it. We were on. The, we were in like St. Louis, you know, and like we're like going to the arch or something. And we're at the arch, and my dog punishes us by eating the Rice Krispie treats and then also chewing the back of the seed off. So, well, it was I hope not you in the summer. It was, a, it was a spring. It was a spring. It was a cool day. It was like it was like fifty. De- Actually, I remember it was rainy. It was like fifty or sixty degrees. And our dog punishes. I was like, "You got the better deal out of this, buddy." Um, here's something else they recommend against uh, milkshakes because dairy can give you an upset stomach, and also they represent, uh, or they they represent, they recommend against <laughs> yeah. uh, cooked meats because you may not have cooked it thoroughly enough, and you could give yourself a gastro episode. So, what they're going with this list here on Yahoo Life is they're, they're trying to reduce episode. the gastro te- gastrointestinal risk. I love the gastro episode. 
That's like my entire life. That, that should be what my life is referred to as um, just a gastro episode. Here's another one that I see where they're saying what they're saying, but I am against it. Uh, soft drinks or seltzer. Anything bubbly is bad for long distance travel. Is, it can lead see, to it's symptoms. The only thing that keeps like me going: upset stomach, nausea, and gas. That's, so that's not. But see, saying. that's. A, but I'm so used to it; it's not true. So don't uh, lie to the people just because. You work for Big Flat Soda or whatever it is that you. Um, here's you another work one. For. This uh, so basically, the people at Yahoo do not travel at all. This basically yeah, okay. Fine. So, so, I'm, so far, one. I'm getting the list. They're basically telling you all the things. So, what are you supposed to have? What are you well, supposed to well, have? You can, a nice salad. They, hold on, let me get there. A handheld wrap. Candy. Okay. Candy's off the list. Carbohydrates, uh, candy or chain carbohydrates that can cause blockage in the small intestine, you, which okay. can lead to digestive discomfort. This is the worst. Salty list. chips. Boo! Uncomfortable bloating. So when you stop at the gas station, they go, hey, we got some candy and some chips, some sunflower jerky, and some soda. All of it is no. Beef jerky? Beef jerky makes you thirsty, then you drink, then you got to go to the bathroom more. Wow! They're basically an anything. Don't give me, then don't give me a don't do this list. Tell me all the things I should be eating then. Anything with tomatoes, don't eat it. Highly acidic, can upset your stomach. This is, this, this sounds like. Anything citrus? This sounds like your grandmother puts it together and goes, oh, that could upset your stomach, sweetheart. That could upset um, your stomach. Oranges, lemons, limes, um, they can uh, make you need to urinate a lot. Anything spicy, <laughs> spicy food increases that your body temperature. Lie. These are all lies. It increases lies. your discomfort. Yeah. And coffee or caffeinated tea. It's got a laxative effect that may upset your stomach and, and give you diarrhea. Okay. Costco muffins. Eat one half once every five hours. Sounds like a prescription. That's not a Costco you, you muffin more than one half, you're immediately going to sleep. Well, that's what I was going to say. You, what you're saying is is not a half of a muffin, one half of a cake is what you've Every had basically to eat. All right, we're taking the break. we got news, traffic, and weather here. We'll still take what you guys can uh, put together on a real road trip snack list. Uh, we also have why you're a national security threat. Stay with us. The Nightset Project continues on KSL News Radio. is the Nightside Project. Look at the size of that boy's heat. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpick. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. It's summer now. They told me this would be temporary. It cannot end soon enough. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We're continuing to get people who are texting in their favorite road trip food, which apparently all of it's illegal. And I understood the list, Alex. Not illegal, I understood but not what illegal. Yahoo was trying to do. They were trying to list yes. out those foods that are that leave you at risk of discomfort. Because there, there was, a, I know where they're coming from. Because there was a time. Why are you trying to give them the benefit life, of the doubt and be like, before. what a great. What a great list! They're trying to get, they're trying to make sure that you're going to be comfortable. On your I'm not trip. saying it's a great list. I'm it's, saying they know where they're coming. They're not from. telling you might I be comfortable. To, you might not have a gastrointestinal issue on the trip per se, but you're going to hate the trip because many, it's basically many, just carrots and water, many, many or no moons, water because you could actually end up going to the bathroom at some point. You don't well, want to do that. Many moons ago, I had a job where I traveled a lot, mm. and I was flying a few times a week. Yeah. And uh, and I developed part of my routine that I developed was um, 24 hours before my departure, I changed the way I ate um, because I 
just I, I hated being on the flight and not being able to and having airplanes any kind are of discomfort. different. Airplanes are different. They're, the going up in the air is a little bit of a different situation. Well, and you're in tight quarters too, and you're around total strangers. And so some of the ways that you might in the past alleviate some of the discomfort, those are unavailable to you. Ethan, you remember how I had my? Uh, you remember that I had my uh, streak of going on airplanes in my life and never ever going to the bathroom on an airplane, but like multiple yeah. cross Atlantic trips. Yeah. Uh, trips to South America, trips to Hawaii, and I had never used any bathroom for any reason on any airplane. I had I was afraid of them. I I want to report to you because we haven't done the show uh, or we started the show since I've done this. I was able to use the bathroom like an adult on an airplane. That's incredible. During, yeah. This where last, were you? Uh, where were you going? It was, it was last uh, December. We were coming. Uh, we went to uh, Europe and back before the COVID. And before, you, before Europe won't accept us anymore. All right. Yeah, you exported the COVID to Europe. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I was um, the one who did. So, it. Uh, so tell me about it. I'll tell you what I did. It was on. Uh, it was on American Airlines, and we were flying okay. across the. It, it was on one of these new Dreamliners, the triple seven. Oh, okay. Right? Nice. And I felt like, okay, I need to do this. I need to figure this out. Grow up, Alex. It's a bathroom. It's an airplane. All right. Mm-hmm. And I actually went in there, and I loved it. And I couldn't get enough of it. You know what I did? I just kept going back, man. I was hanging out in there. I was like, I was like, oh, sorry, click. I'm in my own world. This is called first class now. Yeah, because your, your it was space. it was amazing. And I was like, this is awesome. And then on the way back from Spain, I go in this other one, and we're on, you know, not as uh, it's a it was it wasn't a a Dreamliner. It wasn't the 787 or whatever. It was it, it was a different one. I think it was sorry. The the Dreamliner is the 787, right? The 777, not as nice of bathrooms. Really? I, went in, I went in there once. Somebody had made an absolute disaster of the place, and I went, all right, back to my commitment to never going to the bathroom on an airplane again. Boom. Yeah. I mean, you start to trust that bathroom on the airplane once, and then it will betray you, all right? And yeah. I went in there, and I went, this is – and I had to, like, report it. It was so bad because the lady saw me come out, and I, go, I, I walked in, and I came right out, and I said, hey – uh, I don't know what to do here. This is not good. This is something happening here. Well, I think uh, it was like, think somebody had thrown awesome, somebody had thrown up. I'll just say it. Somebody had thrown oh, up. Oh dang! And and uh, you know, and I said, hey, somebody threw up in here. It was not me. She goes, no, I just saw you walk in there. She goes, hold on. She's like, all right, sorry. Go to the go to the front one. And I was like, oh, I'm not ever going back again, lady. Sorry. <laughs> no, this is this, sorry. this is done. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go another eight hours on this thing, and I'm not gonna do it. All right. Uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, I'm, I made – look, I grew up a lot after you and I stopped doing this show. Went to the bathroom on airplanes. Various and, other uh, things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Uh, let me hit a couple of these texts. What do you got? Um, go to is from – go to from the cooler on a drive. Sliced bagel with cream cheese with fresh tomato slices. Oh, nice. That'd be Actually, nice, that right? sounds uh, – yeah, but the tomato's acidic. You could plug, it could clog your yeah, small said, intestines and you could die. Well, they said, yeah, don't eat carbs and don't eat tomatoes. Um, this just in, BYU did a study and sunflower seeds are proven to keep you awake on the road. So That's what I'm saying. I did the study. I did the study. No, man, BYU did. <laughs> I was while I was at BYU. That's why it's technically a study from BYU. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, here's one favorite road trip food is honey roasted peanuts with craisins. What is that? PB and J trail mix. Oh, nice. That's actually pretty. Yes. 
Peanut butter and jelly um, uh, trail mix. Best road trip snacks are Oreos and cheese puffs. So I like all these snacks. Here's the thing, though, is that um, when I'm on a when I'm on a road trip, I'm continually snacking, and it's just it's a way for me to kind of keep myself engaged, keep myself right there, and that's why the sunflower seeds are so important because um, if I just popped open a a, a container of Oreos, um, I would just eat them unconsciously, like just subconsciously. I'd just be reaching over, eating, 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 eating until the whole thing. I'd eat the whole thing in like an hour, and then I wouldn't be able to drive anymore. I'd be so sick. So the guy, it's for me, it's got to be sunflower seeds because right. it's the only thing that I can continuously you, eat. I'm telling you, I would, I, would leave, I would leave Provo at 6 p.m., okay, and I would arrive at my parents' house at 6 a.m. That was the drive I did. I would overnight, 12 hours. And I would have a wrinkly cheek on the inside because of all the sunflower seeds. Yeah, that all I the ate. salty. Yeah, yeah and, and you know what I did? I was just going. Uh, I want to give. I want to give my thanks again to uh, the David Sunflower Seed Company because I made it through another trip without dying. I know, uh, like Ethan, I would be struggling to stay awake, and I would go, "All right, handful of sunflower seeds," and it was like. I had, uh, I don't know, just like got a new lease on life or something. Uh, sure. Here's a text. I left the bottle I was spitting sunflower shells into one night and decided to use the same bottle the next day. I noticed it smelled funny when I was spitting sunflower seeds into it. Apparently a mouse crawled into it and okay. died there overnight. All right. I think this discussion's over. Was All that right. one too far? That one goes way too far. All right. I'm out. Um, would Alex go to the bathroom in a plane if there was a cardboard tree in the back? <laughs> That was Ethan, all right? Ethan apparently is fine. Is anytime so there's anytime there's a tree present. Look, they figured out they figured out bathrooms on airplanes. They're not the greatest things, but the moon moon bathrooms are easy because no one's been there. This is bath this is inventing a bathroom on a place where nobody goes. It's amazing. As far as we know, no one has used the bathroom on the moon. Am I, I wrong? Know, it's totally we've golfed we've golfed on the moon. Apparently we're good enough to do that. We've never used the bathroom on the moon. But we don't need to though. You get that thing, I mean, you get something 100 feet in the air on the moon, it just keeps going. So I'm just telling you, get one of those uh, those Nerf guns that, that launches stuff and just launch it, man. But a modified uh, um, gun, a, a modified Nerf gun. Okay? I got a couple others here. Best road trip snacks, corn nuts, Pringles, sunflower seeds. Oh, there you go. Um, and, uh, no, corn nuts one. are tough. Corn nuts are tough. I'll tell you why corn nuts are tough. They also kind of stink. Okay. Truth be yeah, told, they're smelly, yeah. and they're really loud. And I'm this, not like I don't have a uh, uh, misophonia, whatever it is. Uh, the what's the one where you you get uh you're you're grumpy about people chewing up stuff? I don't even have that. But when I hear corn nuts, I go, all right, that's enough. Like settle down. All right. Uh, someone else texted in flaming hot Cheetos and Crystal Pepsi when they brought wow. it back a couple of years ago, or flaming hot Con Limon XL sunflower seeds. That's I've never had cool. those. Those sound amazing. Uh, Fritos barbecue twist chips are the best. And uh, sunflower seeds are dangerous. No joke. I had my appendix removed, and the doctor said it was inflamed uh, due to a sunflower seed shell. That is, well, I could, I've I already mean, had yeah. my appendix out, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was like 2013, 2014. I get a call. Hey, man, I'm not going to be able to make it to work. I'm like, <laughs> what? I got my appendix coming out. Ethan had to get, we had to like, we had to like, 
we had to scramble and do the. I remember doing the show without you for a couple of days. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was overnight in the hospital. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, and I it, thought it was, it was hilarious. It was lucky to get it because I had a, I had atypical symptoms, so they nearly missed it. Oh, oh, um, here comes Ethan's I almost died story. <laughs> Boo! It was atypical symptoms. You know, they'd never seen it before. They told me they'd never seen it before. And that I was, was a medical lucky to be miracle. Alive. All right, you didn't see a- me in Science Magazine. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got a Zen headline. I'm going to tell you why you're a threat to national security while Ethan is apparently trying to avoid it. Keep your text rolling in 57500. Uh, yes, we have more to go. Our final segment next. It is what, going. What did you learn yeah, tonight? What did you we learn? Need to know what you learned. Give us your text of what you learned on the program this evening, 57500. More to go right here, KSL News Radio. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. Yes, this is the Nightside Project. What did you learn tonight? Send that text in to 57500 because we're wrapping up the show. We're wrapping up the show. I'm going to probably go get. Uh, I was really inspired by this by last what? segment. By so, what? Well, you know, I haven't really eaten yet. So I think what I'm going to go get is I'm going to go get some sunflower seeds, some Pringles, some flaming hot Cheetos. Some Cheetos chili <laughs> twists, some Oreos. I just some love how they're balls, like. I love. I love how with cream cheese and sliced tomatoes. Suddenly, when we start talking about the foods that uh, you know you go on a road trip and they're like, "Well, we suggest these road trip. We don't doing these road trip foods." They start naming off foods and acting like all of them are going to kill you. They're like, "Look, these don't eat tomatoes. Um, don't drink soda. Uh, certainly yeah. don't drink soda. Uh, don't eat." Don't eat breads because that could, you know, those are heavy. You know, they could sit, they sit heavy on your stomach. And look, and don't, and make sure you don't eat sunflower seeds. Don't eat beef jerky. Don't eat all these things you start throwing out there that suddenly could kill you in the car. And that's yeah. just, it's a lie, man. Uh, all right. 57500 is the text number. Get, uh, this, uh, get this music going, Alex. Well, We've got okay. Some, some text to learn I, or uh, to read. Some texts. Uh, okay. So you we, have some, I mean. we have some texts we got to read. That's, that's true. Uh, but I also wanted to bring up this. I, I've been talking about it all night, and I keep not bringing it up. But uh, Ethan, apparently, let me see here. So apparently the the American diet, speaking of food, is considered a national threat. You're a national threat because of what you're eating. All right? Poor diet. Your poor diet has, can, has made you a national threat. Now, here's how what I'm confused about. a threat to the national America's, security because okay, we, we're, we're becoming super strong. Yeah. and The federal news. <laughs> yeah, we're getting super strong. We're like that cow, you know, has all the muscles you've seen the picture of on the internet. Extreme, our extreme intelligence yeah. and physical oh, strength yeah. is just it's a threat to the power. So it's many, a threat to the man. So many uh, sunflower seeds while we're driving that we just, we've just blown away all the rest of the world. Poor nutrition is the leading cause of illness in the U.S., According to the Federal Nutrition Research mm. Advisory Group, okay, and they say uh, that because of that that uh, that unhealthy diet, we have become national security threats unto ourselves. Honey, get wow. me the gun! Get me the gun! They're invading the country. No, behind the bagel bag. Well, you know, the, so all right. So That's what they're saying. I, I guess we do. We're so we fat. We're so fat that we have endangered ourselves. So I guess we have to define the risk because we already know that there's an economic risk to the way that we live because look at how much health care costs have yes, gone up. absolutely. Um, they've gone up just through the roof here in the United States, and that threatens 
our the viability, the economic viability of our uh, of our economy. So, yeah, I can see that. I guess so I just want to let you that. know all the things you listed off. This is actually a test, and you all failed. All right. What do you mean I failed? No, uh, well, you and and the listeners, we failed. I said to list off the things that you eat for your for your uh, for your you know road trips, and everybody listed off a bunch of unhealthy foods, and oh, you just I basically see. gave away where the national health health risks are happening the most. So no, all these yeah. numbers will be given to the local uh, the local FDA representative, who will probably arrest you for being over. With every road trip, we're making America terrible again. <laughs> yeah. So that's the deal. All right. All right. Uh, tonight I learned that Ethan has had other jobs and has other jobs other than radio. Thank you very much. That came in at 57500. Mm. Uh, roller dogs and Skittles. Roller dogs. Are those the dogs on the rollers? Yeah, the those hot are the hot on the dogs on the, uh, yeah. I'm and not I'll normally into those, but something about road trips makes them oddly appealing. That's yeah. from Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. And listen, Daniel, let me add to this, because I'm not really a roller uh, guy either like rollers for anything at the, at the gas station but on the road trip if i'm at a 7-eleven i'll hit those cream cheese taquitos man on the roller so oh, good yeah with like the chicken and cream cheese no no no, no of... chicken just the chicken jal- or just the cream cheese jalapeno ones mm. i don't want any mystery meat in there give me the mystery dairy all right <laughs> <laughs> I learned that Ethan and Alex are ranked with Dr. Livingston and Dr. Christian Barnard because they're staying on the air until they get rid of the novel coronavirus. There you go. It's the least we can do for America. Yeah, look, well, but look, uh, call Ethan Dr. Fauci of, of radio broadcasting. He's just sticking around. He's just hanging out. That's right. That's Did you right. see Dr. Fauci's throwing the first pitch out for the uh, <laughs> yeah. for Major League Baseball? He deserves it. Well, I, I'm, I'm, he deserves all sorts of praise. But I thought it was a weird thing where we're like, oh, yeah, we're getting back to sports, and sometimes, and he said that we were getting back too early, you know, in a lot of these cases. But you know, and what kind of a ball is he going to throw? And are we going to take it right? I mean, it's just going to be dripping in hand sanitizer. <laughs> He's going to throw the ball, but the catcher's not going to be allowed to catch it. Right, you have to let it fly. If by he doesn't, six feet if away. He, look, having a mask isn't going to be enough. He needs to throw that first pitch out in a full biohazard suit. You know what I mean? Just from, to out, teach, from outside the stadium. Just to teach people. Uh, here's one. Could Nightside continue indefinitely? It really helps pass the time here at the Remote Encoding Center. Hey, USPS, hey. Thank you. What's up, our USPS friends? Yeah, man. Everyone's out there. Don't you dare look up or talk to each other. Reading the <laughs> unreadable envelopes. Yeah, you just, uh, you guys just keep your heads down and keep uh, those headphones in. Don't you dare try to talk to each other. Um, let's see here. I learned that on my next trip to the moon, I need to pack my Nerf gun and a cardboard cutout and All not right. listen to the yahoos at Yahoo about food. That oh, for is sure. The case. Now, listen, they don't know what they're talking about. That's from Brandon. It's the I, only way we've gotten through road trips is the stuff that they basically listed off to, to not eat. Uh, Firox says, I learned y'all don't appreciate a good research data meta, meta-analysis. I did. Ethan shot it down because he turned it into some sort of a weird... Uh, you know, very immature BYU versus Utah deal. I didn't I like it. I don't think I said University of Utah once during that whole thing. <laughs> you made fun of BYU. You graduated from the U. I think we I all just, did the math I on just it. congratulated BYU and conclusively proving <laughs> that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. I, I think that's wonderful. Look, they're doing. They're, look, all they're doing is showing uh, Gary Governor Herbert that. Uh, <laughs> That the masks are, are even well, more that's effective. That's true. Uh, that's true. Any evidence you got, you can send that guy's way. Please do. Maybe I should. St- <laughs> maybe I should stop. Uh, 
Maybe I should stop standing in the way here. Because you're right. Some people still need convincing. Yeah. Uh, I learned, this is from Ferox also, I learned I love a show entirely about food and bathrooms, and when you're in a car, <laughs> every food will kill you, uh, so don't eat anything. Hey, I want to congratulate you for not for barely talking about masks today, Ethan. Just to stay your, ch- your, your children making fun of you. That's really good. That's amazing. Uh, that's the end of our program for this evening. Can I hit one more text? Yes, very quickly. Ethan and Alex, I learned the Nightside's Day of Execution is a birthday miracle. Sincerely, Laura, please. Uh, P.S. Please wish me a happy birthday. Uh, well, I'd love to wish you a happy birthday, Laura, but uh, we're plumb out of time, and it's against the rules. Uh, so happy birthday, Laura, is something you'll never hear come out of my mouth, uh, although I just did. But listen, that being said, we're not going to wish you a happy birthday, Laura. We just wish you the best. Uh, we'll take the break here. For Ethan Millett, I'm Alex Keery. Rachel hitting the buttons. Jeremy producing. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.